You're now listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Jimmy Hunt. Get it. Welcome to Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. My job is simple, to improve my mental fitness through any means possible and deconstruct what works, what doesn't, and what I think may be able to help you become mentally fitter. And quite often, it leads me to some pretty interesting people, places, and stories. And today, we're going to have a chat about mental fitness elasticity. The hell does that mean? Uh, Fair question. So uh, if you go back, if you haven't listened to my episode on mental fitness, it will explain my mental fitness continuum. Basically runs from zero to 100 and has five little things in it. Uh, Zero to 20 being severe discomfort, 20 to 40 discomfort, 40 to 60 okay, 60 to 80 being happy and 80 to 100 being content. That's my mental fitness continuum. And we put ourselves on there with how we feel over a week or a month and not a day. And so people tend to ask me quite a lot about bouncing up and down the continuum. And, you know, why do I do that? Why do I do it so much? And what I've done is I've split that up into three main categories. And that is the bottom third, zero to 33, is high elasticity. Then 33 to 66 is medium elasticity. And then 66 to 100 is low elasticity. Now, That doesn't really mean very much to you at the moment, but we'll start with the zero to 33, the high elasticity bracket. Now, what that means is that over a week or a month, you live most of your life in that bottom third, or that's the third that you return to as your your reality. And high elasticity in that means that, yeah, Some days are really good. Some days you're up the top. Some days you're at the very bottom and you sort of bounce back and forth all over the continuum. And really the reason that that is the case down that bottom end is that you usually don't have any mental fitness tools. You just live in day to day, moment to moment, Uh, you know, things happen to you. And you feel like you have no control over those things. And for me, like when I was down that bottom end, I had, you know, like an argument with my wife would lose me a bunch of points. You know, someone would say something I took offense to, I'd lose points. Back then, I used to love to go out to comedy clubs. I'd go out to a comedy club and you know, that would give me a whole bunch of points. I'd gain those. I'd have a really good day. I'd get a piece of work from someone. I'd have a great day for a day. And then inevitably I'd fall back down again, you know, usually over something trivial. But basically, you know, everything affected me. Everything on my day-to-day was either bouncing me up or down on that continuum. It's just a very volatile place to be, I guess. And man, that volatility sucks. You just never really know where you're at. 
And I was that way because I hadn't done any work to get me any mental fitness tools. And I hadn't done any work to deal with uh, my past traumas. Didn't have any coping mechanisms or support structures or psychological safety. Um, you know, basically, you know, our happiness is at the whims of the gods, and that is not a good place to be. The second bracket, the middle bracket, that's the 33 to 66, uh, it's a little bit complicated. And so there are basically what I would I put two categories of people in this, either you're a, you're a quote unquote normal person, came into adult life at 50, haven't really had much trauma or growth, um, you know, you just have a normal existence and there's not much going on and you're comfortable, that's fine. But the second category of people are people who have, you know, done some work. They were down that bottom end for a while and it sucked. And then they, you know, they, they found ways, treatments, coping mechanisms, healing modalities that allowed them to move themselves back up from that bottom end. And these people are in a good place because they have the experience of purposefully moving up their continuum as well as down it. And so, you know, they, you know, they're being affected by the world around them, but they can fall back on their learnings and then not be so negatively impacted because of that, which is cool. There is the sort of inherent danger of this bracket is comfort because we may experience some slight discomfort or even regular discomfort in this bracket, but we're mainly comfortable and comfort is the enemy of growth. And so this is the average life, some good days, some bad, you know, we're not likely to dip back into the bottom bracket for too long. And if we do, we can get ourselves back out. That's cool. And then the top bracket is low elasticity. And this is obviously the bracket we want to be in, um, but it's also the bracket, you know, that is the, the least elastic. And so to get into the top bracket, you have to have done a lot of the work or somehow be ridiculously naturally gifted at this game. Who knows? But at the top of this, you know, this bracket of low elasticity, is what I scientifically call being unfuckwithable. And, you know, this term sort of implies, applies to the entire continuum. The higher up you go, the more unfuckwithable you become, and the lower you are, the more fuckwithable you are. And so... Like an example I use all the time is is the Dalai Lama. And so the Dalai Lama is right at the top end. He is not very fuckwithable. Like he spends all of his days, you know, listening to other people's problems, dealing with uh, the plight of his people, um, and nothing really messes with him. He has compassion and empathy and care for all of the things that are going on and the people that aren't, aren't where they want to be right now. And he helps them the best that he can, but 
He doesn't let it mess with him. And, you know, that's the, that's sort of the key point is that when you're down the other end, everything fucks with you. Whether it's the big things or, you know, medium things or it's the weather, you know, anything fucks with you. And there's just this big difference between living a life where you are being forever triggered by the things around you and living a life where you can see them, understand them and just let them pass. And so, um, you know, this is, this is the elasticity of it. An example that I will give you is when I released my latest book at the end of last year, there were about five people that lived within, you know, about five minutes drive of my house. And I was like, cool, I will go and personally deliver them their books. And so when I delivered them and at my last delivery, I was backing out of a driveway and I was, uh, stopped in the road, ready to pull back out again. And this woman came around the corner and plowed straight into me and, uh, you know, hit my car. Now, if we rewind the tape 10 years ago, when I was down the bottom end of the continuum and I was in the highly elastic bracket, this thing would have fucked with me. This event would have made me angry and this woman would have got a uh, a piece of my mind i would have been angry about it for the day the week and you know months later i would have still been referring back to that in my mind and getting getting shitty and annoyed and it would be forever sort of taking points off my total but it wasn't 10 years ago it was uh, 5 6 months ago and this woman gets out of the car. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I was like, she got quite flustered and wound up. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And um, she said, yeah, I'm sorry. I said, have you got insurance? And she's like, yeah. And I said, cool. Then what are we worried about? And she went, Oh, okay. And so I went off on my day and it's, yeah, it's not a good thing. It's annoying. Gives you just this little bit of frustration and thing, but in the grand scheme of things, it didn't mess with me for an hour, let alone the day, week, month, year. And that's, that's the difference in, the level where you're at on the mental fitness continuum and how things bounce up and down. Now, as usual, uh, listening quietly in the background is my wife, Libby Grace. Hi, Libby. Hi, Jimmy Hunt. Over the past 10 years of all the work that I've done, have you seen and found that I have become less elastic over time? 
that is the thing that I am most certain of in this world. <laughs> you absolutely have, um, I think, almost completely done a 180 on the reactionary Jimmy that I met. Um, you no longer, I mean, there's moments which you've already explained. You're not always going to stay exactly where you are. I'm not at a hundred yet. I'm not completely unfuckwithable. Exactly. Exactly. And even you can have days where things are going to be annoying and you're going to sort of maybe snap a little or, or get testy over something. So yeah, there's, there's still that, but compared to, and we take a, a driving example. For example, you, you mentioned the, the collision you had there recently. Um, yeah, I remember driving with you and just being like, oh, no, I'm dating a road rager. Not that you were, um, you know, <laughs> horrific, and but it was, for me, it was kind of embarrassing to be, be was, to be in a car with somebody who experienced road rage, and I was just like, oh, no. You used to let little, you know, people cutting in front of you or not doing the correct maneuver or not putting on their indicator that used to bother you, you know, just in talking about something small. Um, yeah, move to Mexico, it'll teach you to chill the hell out on that. <laughs> no, I don't think exactly. I've seen someone indicate yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, other things that when we first started dating and getting to know each other, issues that would crop up in our relationship. Um, whether we'd butt heads over something or disagree over something or, you know, have a fight or whatever, over something you used to hang on to them. I used to notice that you would hang on to that feeling and it would last days. And it, I don't, I kind of tend to move through my emotions a lot more quickly um, than you did. And it would, I would feel this fog and this sort of weight around you for two, three, sometimes four days, sometimes longer, depending on, I guess, what we'd been going through. And I really noticed um, over the years that the, the resolution to whatever has been going on between us within you is a lot quicker. Um, some of the big stuff still takes, you know, several hours to get through but those things would have taken like you said days or weeks or months for you to actually truly process and and move through so it's a huge accomplishment it's something that I'm super proud of you for it's something that I've noticed about you and witnessed your growth and it's been really um it's been quite enjoyable for me to actually kind of stand to, to be at your side watching you you go through that because it's it's a it's like a superpower now. It means yeah, you just can get through your life so much quicker, easy, cool, done, resolved, move on, let's go, let's evolve, let's let's go. So great. Yeah, and so this podcast episode doesn't necessarily help the listener in a practical sense. This is not a tool that you can use. This is more an understanding of how it works and the benefits that you get by actually doing the work with whatever tools you use over time. And because if you had said to me 10 years ago, you know, would you like to be in this place right now? Uh, you know, 
Absolutely, that's exactly what. But I, it's kind of like, I don't know what it's kind of like, but it's, it, it, it's you can't understand what it is until you are there. You, yeah, you can't, you've already done it and you're looking back. Yeah, you can't quite understand what it feels like to not get angry at something or yeah. to not freak out at something or to not have something mess with you for many days or, you know, all of those, all of those things, you can't quite understand it. And so what I'm trying to get people to comprehend with an episode such as this is that the further you move yourself up the mental fitness continuum, the more benefits you get. And being unfuckwithable is a literal superpower. It is a beautiful state of being that allows you to let go of so much of the shit in our general lives that just doesn't matter and really be able to focus in on the things that do matter. And when you do the work and the practice of moving yourself up the continuum, what that ends up doing for you is giving you all of these lessons and perspectives and understandings so that you can then use those at your disposal at any time. It's kind of like having a toolbox full of tools, having something break down, using the right tool for the right job, but not actually being able or being competent to use the tool. A, a very uh, practical example is like a router. A router is a really useful and great tool. And if there's a router in the garage, 99% of people won't know how to use it correctly. And you only have the tools at your disposal after you practice them. And the work moving yourself up is the practice of the tools and then the ability to use them at any time you want. And that's one of the things that makes you unfuckwithable. I feel like that also you mentioned um, the benefits that come from um, you know, getting to that state. The, the higher you get up the continuum, the more benefits that you notice and, and you kind of touched on how you don't really – you don't realize it until you're looking back and you reflect, you have these moments of reflection where you think, huh, I used to respond to that situation differently. And I remember that response and the benefit that I feel the most when I have those moments of reflection is that I've, I've achieved a, a certain level of peace and I don't think there's any greater feeling as a human or um, I mean, there's a lot of feelings, obviously, as a human, but I truly, for me, having just a sense of peace is just, it's like the pinnacle. It's like I used to respond to that situation like this, and now I just feel peaceful. And, and like that's, that's why the top of the continuum is content. 
Exactly. Happy, exactly. Happy, isn't the to- happy isn't the top of the continuum. Happy is something that comes and goes. We can't, we can't be constantly happy, mm-hmm. but we can be constantly content. Mm. And you're right in that respect of it's just a beautiful feeling of understanding to be at the top of the continuum. It's a ability to look back and go, yeah, I'm different. Yeah. I'm different. I, I react differently. I do things differently. And it's been, it's far, far more beneficial for me and everyone around me when I react the way I do now compared to the way that I used to. And the same goes for me. I, I was a different person before I met you. You don't know who I used to be. I've never presented that person to you because I had started doing some of my work and my growth before I met you. And then I've continued on on that process. So the way I used to react to things 10, 15, 20 years ago, I fundamentally changed all of that as well, because I wasn't always, I'm not proud of how of a huge amount of, of, the way I used to behave or react to things. And it was something that I wanted to change about me. And that's, that's the thing I'm most proud of in you and, and in myself is that ability to go, look, I, I've grown. I don't know if a lot of people might just put that down to age. And as you get older, you grow a bit wiser kind of by default, but for you and I, I know a hundred percent that it's been work. We've really invested ourselves and our time into knowing that I don't want to be that person I was. I don't want to react like that anymore. It's not serving me. It's not helping anybody. It's not making my life feel better. I just go into this yuck. I feel like this yuck sensation. I don't want that anymore. How how am I going to change that? And we've both put a huge amount of time and effort and energy into understanding what our responses are, changing our responses um, and becoming different people. And it's, it's opened up this whole new world of, like I said, peace, contentment, a feeling of accomplishment. And it's, it's something that we can both be proud of and seeing it happen in our, in our circle as well. When you see other people going through that process, you're like, yes, it's, re- it's catching. I really love the quote which is if you haven't seen me in the last 12 months, you don't know me. My change game is strong. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd already spoken about that in another, another episode, but that that's a hundred percent you Like you've, you're not who you used to be. You're not who you were when I met you. It's parts of you. Not even close, but there's it's you're Yeah. I mean, gosh, I'm, I'll attest to it. (laughs) Yeah, but that's one of the things I think I would be sad about is that if I looked at any part of my life and I went, oh, I still respond in the same way, Mm. then I would be sad. Yeah. I, I didn't, I haven't told you this yet. Um, but yesterday I uh, was going through some old, old emails trying to find something. And I found, uh, I found some emails from 2008, 2009 between my ex-wife and I. 
And I ended up spending probably 20 minutes reading a whole bunch of emails from me and my ex-wife yesterday. And one of the things that was, a lot of the stuff was in it was the way I was feeling and the way that I was responding to things. And, you know, at that time I was down the bottom end of the continuum and I really, I wasn't in a, in a good place. And, um, it was a really lovely thing to be able to look at and understand the growth that I've had since then. But then I also reflect back on the work that I've done since then. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, decades worth of just, you know, growing older, like you said, you know, makes you a bit wiser. Yeah, of course it does. But a decade's worth of actual internal conscious work is going to absolutely, you know, send you to a different place. Yeah, your growth is exponential rather than slow and steady and and normal for for want of a better word. Well, exactly. And so, you know, I use the the 1% every day um, uh, math, but if it wasn't compound and you were just, you know, 1% every day for a year, that's 3.65 times better at the end of the year. And so, you know, if you do that over 10 years, you know, that's, you know, 30 times different, whatever, just for math's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, like over time, yeah, you're going to change. You're going to learn some things. You can't, you can't not. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're not repeating the same patterns over and over and over and over and over again. And you are learning a little bit, but it's that compound interest. It's that, you know, 1.01 to the power of 365 is 37.78. You know, if you, it's the growth on the growth that makes it yeah. the exponential things. Yeah. And you know, I think that's what that's what we're doing here is putting growth on our growth. And when you do that, it leads you to a completely different place and a much better place. I think you, you mentioned earlier that um this this episode is not gonna be, hey, this here's a tool and here's something that you can actively go and do to yeah. you know, to, to be able to, to achieve this level of, of elasticity. But actually I think there is just something really simple that it, it's really easy to, um, to, to just take a look at yourself and you, you touch on this on, in brutal honesty and, and all the other tenets of your expertise, but just looking at yourself in the moment of reacting to something that is sending you somewhere and just going, oh, okay, that's how I responded. And not judging yourself, not saying, oh, I'm, I'm an idiot or, or oh, this is whatever. We're not trying to justify your response. Just seeing what your response is and maybe write it down. And then and then you can do that again. And, and whenever that situation happens again or again and again and again, and who knows, in, in, in months or years, you might look back and go, ah, you know what? Actually, I used to react like that. and whatever whatever process you're you take to get towards you know to get yourself up the continuum and to get yourself less elastic that's up to you but it's i think the the first step and like you say all the time the first step is self-awareness and being aware of what your response is and that's that's a tool in itself 
No, absolutely. It's a tool in itself. Um, it's just not massively effective in, unless you put um, practical steps in behind it. And we're going to talk mm-hmm. about a bunch of those on this podcast over time and as well. It's like, because uh, you, you can't change anything if you're not aware of it. Absolutely. Um, but there are lots of people who are aware of things they need to change and then just don't change them. Never change and, them, yeah. And, and continue to react the same way over and over again, even though they know they should change that and they shouldn't react mm-hmm. that way. Um, either because they don't know how to change it, uh, subconsciously they don't actually want to change it, even though they might consciously think they do. Um and so, yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a bunch of those things uh, over different podcasts. This one was just about getting people to understand, you know, how much they bounce up and down the continuum and why they why they do and the benefits of being uh, closer to the unfuckwithable end than the fuckwithable okay. end. And yeah. I use an example yep. quickly of me in the last um, week or so. I'm pretty high up the continuum, I think. Like I'm above the middle. And elastically, I'm pretty um, – I'm a lot less elastic than I used to be. Um, but I think I even said to you and you called, I've you know, been going through some situations at the moment which are stressful for me, they're, they're like tough to deal with and – causing me stress and I'm not, I haven't been sleeping very well. And I noticed my reaction to, um, there's a little kitten living in our garage who normally on any other given day, I give her a pat and I give her some food and there's 10 other stray cats that visit and I'll equally, you know, feed them or, or say hello to them or acknowledge them at least. And just going through the, this stressful situation, I think I said to you, I got really annoyed at the little kitten from yelling at yep. me. And I was like, get yep. out of here. Leave me alone. I'm busy. And it was, and I felt terrible. I said, I think I said to you, it's not her fault. It's not her fault that I get, that I get angry when I'm stressed out, that I lose, not angry. I mean, yeah, angry, but annoyed, I think is more. I get yeah, really annoyed, annoyed at things when, when I'm stressed and I haven't been sleeping, things like her meowing, which is, what she does because she's a cat. It annoyed me. Whereas normally I'd be like, hello, pick her up and give her a cuddle. So yeah. just being aware of my own responses to that. And it, you know, continued for a few days. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm in a place. I'm stressed out. I'm tired. And I'm, re- I'm reacting in an old manner that I don't like. Um, but I can understand why I do it. And I know that I'm not going to be there forever. It's just a passing thing due to a situation. Whereas, during you know past events you would you could sometimes sit in that in that space and be like oh this is just who I am and you know I'm annoyed at everything and everything's annoying and this is my life now and rah but being able to be aware of the fact that it is a temporary passing phase it may last days or it may last hours um that's a really cool place to be absolutely <laughs> And so that's the mental fitness continuum and it's elasticity. The higher up you are, the less elastic you are. The lower down you are, the more elastic you are. And so just that simple understanding, I think, you know, helps a lot of people. I know it does because I explain it uh, in a bunch of my talks and my books and stuff, and I've had great responses on it. So I just thought I'd tell you guys too, the lovely people that listen here. Thank you very much, Libby Grace, for helping me out on this. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
was Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. See you next time.